0: So the stage for me was like home.
1: A Detroit native, Kimmy Horn developed her own unique style of performing and singing. She was inspired by her great aunt, the legendary songstress and movie icon Lena Horn, and her uncle Cleveland Horn, the lead vocalist of Motown's Fantastic Four. She is recognized internationally as a jazz singer and weaving blends of pop and rhythm and blues, as well as classical jazz, with her rich alto voice and sultry performances. In 2017, Horn received the national honor as Lady of Jazz by Black Women in Jazz and Arts Award. Most recently, she founded the Kimmy Horn Jazz Festival, identified by the National Civic League with the All-American City Award in 2021. Horn will be opening for Kenny G on September 9, 2022 at the Historic Temple Theater in downtown Saginaw, Michigan. Welcome, Kimmy, to the Temple Arts Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, We're looking forward to hearing your voice before Kenny G on September 9th. But I want to jump on here and chat a little bit just to learn more about your story and uh, your journey with jazz and and Mm -hmm. your voice. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about your start. Uh, in performing is is this something that you've done since childhood or uh, when did you discover this gift of yours
0: <laughs> um yes um first of all thank you and so much for having me on the show on the podcast i am truly honored and looking so forward to sharing the stage with Kenny G i really am um i started um, i've been singing now professionally for about 30 years just over 30 years so i did start quite early because I'm from a family of seven and my dad was a professional drummer and singer and he happened to be a carpenter as well. So we had a recording studio always in our home from from the very beginning of time. From the family of seven, I am right in the center. I'm a middle child of the seven siblings. And I just um, really picked up, a lot of jazz music and earned me the music that my dad used to always play um, throughout the house. And I think that it started there. Uh, my uncle was a member of one of Motown's earlier groups, um, Mo- the fantastic four, and his name was Cleveland horn. So they used to come over and record in the home studio a lot. We had a lot of different groups that came through. So, you know, I really grew up with music all around me. And then, um, you know, finding out that I was the great niece of Lena Horn, that just piqued my interest more in terms of learning more about music or really diving into uh, music a bit. So, yeah, I started out kind of early hearing it. And um, then I started um, listening to it and mimicking um, Different singers, great singers like Ella Fitzgerald, Sarah Vaughn and Lena Horne. And it just started from there.
1: Yeah. What a great thing to have that musical foundation in your home um, with your own family and being able to start at such an early age to recognize music as a a way of communication. Um, Yes. You know, I'm a a little bit curious, you know, you described learning from uh, some of these other greats. Uh, Mm. Did you have formal training as well? Or was this something that was uh, uh, more learned by doing and and listening.
0: Yes, more learned by doing and listening, you know, and finding that um, with listening to the radio and hearing some of these songs and singing them back or along with the artist, I started really to develop uh, my voice and started to see how um, I had so many different timbers and tones and to play with. And, I just think it started from there, and of course, as I started um singing, um I did um, dive into different vocal lessons and different um, particular coaches to be able to really enhance and and understand my voice better. So you know a combination of on the job training. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then of course, um, throughout my career, just, um, fine tuning.
1: I'm curious to understand a little bit more about that performance element of, uh, your, your work. And, Mm. um, how you've been able to develop that over the course of the years? Uh, you know mm-hmm. is that something that came easy to you going in front of people or or was that more of a challenge where you had the voice but maybe not necessarily uh, the nerves uh, so to speak, or or did they did they come together for you?
0: You know what? it's really amazing and I think and I really embrace this that uh, I think because of my upbringing and growing up, around the music in the studio and us having musical equipment always in the house that we used to have to set up and help set up for the different artists that came in, it really was a feeling of home. So the stage for me was like home. You know, I feel extremely comfortable and I feel extremely um, just um, very, very comfortable. You know, I really feel at home on stage and it always reminds me of, um, family, you know, again, because I grew up around it. And so the stage for me is a very comfortable place. And it's really amazing because one of my uncle's songs, um, Cleveland Horn of the Fantastic Four, one of the songs that he wrote was, um, The whole world is a stage and everybody plays a part. And it just, it just kind of connects with me. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And, you know, thinking about the stage as a home, um, Mm -hmm you've had the opportunity to travel as well. So it's, it's in some ways, uh, maybe a a mobile home of sorts being able to uh, travel the world. Do you do you find that there's any particular part of the globe or or venue or type of venue uh, that you appreciate performing at uh, the most? Or, or, um, you know, is it uh, different each time and appreciated each time?
0: You know, it is different each time. But one of the one of the places that I found most intriguing was Japan. Um, I traveled um, Japan probably 25, 26 times. And um, while performing over there, I started um, doing tours over there very early and still in my teens. And so with doing that, it really became a second home to me. You know, I studied Japanese. I sing in Japanese. I speak a little Japanese. And it 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 really helped me understand um, uh, my talent, um, my gift, and how much the world is um, really is a melting pot, you know, for music and, you know, musicians and singers. And so, yeah, I think Japan is one of my favorite places to perform internationally. And um, the, I just bought into the whole culture, you know, of singing and just them appreciating jazz to, a, to another whole level, too. So, yes, I think it's, it made a huge difference. And I felt so at home because, again, the stage with it being my home, that was one consistent element wherever I went. To make me feel even comfortable when I was somewhere that I didn't speak the same language
1: mm. yeah, almost as though the the music itself was quite quite literally in some sense the the, the language there
0: absolutely it really is i mean it, and really this story is a, tr- is' a true story. My very first time going to Japan, I was um, like I mentioned in my teens, and I went over just myself. I was going over to be featured with a 15-piece Japanese orchestra. I was so excited about getting there and jumping into this opportunity that when I got on the plane, on this 14-hour plane ride, I started to think, what was I thinking? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was I thinking? I mean, none of these guys speak English, and I don't speak Japanese. What made me just go for it? and? When I got there, I learned that music truly does transcend uh, race, language, age. We started playing our first song and it was like we've been playing together forever.
1: Yeah. You know, it's interesting, too, with um, a career of your longevity, the way that recording formats have changed and Mm -hmm. um, the distribution has changed. Uh, You know, you go from from vinyl to CD, or vinyl to cassettes to CDs, back to vinyl, now streaming—you yes. know, uh, th- there's there's all these ways that people are able to receive music. Uh, yes. I think I think that 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 ability to maintain some of that the classic sound and this thread uh, through your career is really interesting to learn about. You know, in in the element of the live performance, how how we have all these different ways of listening to music in our cars or at work or or while we're, while we're mowing the lawn.
0: But the element
1: of bringing people together with, with your voice in a live setting is, is, is really quite, quite marvelous. And sort of along that lines, I'd I'd love to hear a little bit more about the jazz festival that you've started Mm -hmm. and the way, and the way that now you're able to sort of continue to support others and and promote jazz uh, through the festival.
0: Yes, I'm I'm extremely, extremely proud and happy that um, I launched the um, Kimmy Horn Jazz Festival in 2016 in the city of Lathrop, which is a small, quaint, but cozy city, and um, I launched it there as a one-day free festival just to be able to have a musical stage where I can invite some of my musical peers out, folks that I've always wanted to perform with or maybe be able to see perform, and just wanted to be able to create a musical family affair. And that's how it started, as simple as that. And it's grown now um, 2022. We just had in August the um, it's the weekend. It's turned into a weekend extravaganza now, and we have 10 performing artists. Every year, we have a Lifetime Achievement Award recipient um, that we gift, um, you know, present an award to. Um, The festival now has um, um, created um, very, a lot of interest in terms of the islands, um, like the Keys. They are interested in bringing the festival there. So, you know, we talked about mobile and I think that that mobile thread is going to continue. Um, I'm so, um, yeah, so I'm really excited. We had over um, 15,000 people at the festival this year. We've been able to bring in 21 sponsors to help sponsor this um, amazing undertaking. And we've been able to give over $30,000 to the Ronald McDonald House charity, you know, to be able to give back to the community. So it's something that is really has taken on its own its own like dimension, if you will, and you know it's quite amazing It's It's, it's far exceeded uh, my expectation of what the festival um initially started out as, and now it's it's bigger than just the festival it It really is I mean people are planning and they look forward to they bring their families it's It's an event for the entire family to enjoy. We even have a Saturday morning fitness and fun, a jazzy fitness and fun day, where it's bike riding and walking and hula hooping and majorettes marching. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's well, pretty it, incredible. And it, it sounds like you're keeping the, the torch, uh, not just lit, but burning, burning real bright there. And it's uh, yes. such a, such a great thing to, to hear. Before I let you go here, I'd I'd love to get your perspective a little bit or your thoughts on some advice or encouragement for young performers or uh, those that might be starting a career early in their career some maybe a, a lesson or two that you have carried with you and you know you've clearly had a great deal of success uh in your in your tenure but uh, i imagine that success has come uh through some lessons learned and uh, would you be willing yes. to share share that
0: yes i think the biggest lesson that i've learned and still learning is that you know to learn as much as you can about your industry i think that that is really really important and now, with the Internet and with all of this information that we have access to our fingertips, I think that that is a huge plus to be able to kind of go to school ourselves, you know, and find out about our industry, find out about our voice. I mean, our instrument, if it's an instrument that you play, then I think it's important to continue to learn and grow about your instrument, because I I think it's I think it's huge to know and learn who you are through your through your through your voice, because it really is in sync with, to me, the business.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, again, uh, Kimmy, thank you so much for your thoughts here and and sharing um, this part of your story. And we look forward to to hearing your voice and seeing your performance uh, at the Temple Theater very soon.
0: Yes. Well, thank you so much. You know, it was, it was truly my pleasure.
1: Thank you for listening to the Temple Arts Podcast. Please consider subscribing to the podcast and making a donation to the arts through org or templetheater.com. This will allow us to continue to bring enriching program to Saginaw and beyond.